What's going on, everyone? Welcome back once again to the Cinema Dado Podcast. My name is Bill, along with Ryan. And Ryan, real quick, I mean, we're going to get right into it because just today, Paramount announced that, again, the original release for this was Screen Factory not that long ago. So see Paramount have their rights back and go ahead and put this out is just awesome. And, of course, I am talking about the announcement of a steelbook for Event Horizon on 4K. I can't believe it. The 20 fifth anniversary of this film i cannot believe it has been 25 years since i sat in the theater with probably like five other people and watched (laughs) this film which has just is this film has gotten just cult status over like the last 25 years the film bombed at the box office when it came out but that has not stopped people from just finding this film and enjoying the ever living crap out of it over the last 25 years. I absolutely love it. I know, you know, I have the Screen Factory release for this, which looks great. It does. Will I be getting the Steelbook? Oh, hell yeah, I will. I already pre ordered it today when they, you know, when they announced it. But you know, the, the uh, packaging looks awesome. I mean, you've seen the packaging for this one for the Steelbook, right, Ryan? I have. It, it, it does look really, really good. It does. Oh. It absolutely does. Now, Ryan has not seen this film though. So this, you know, if he decides to pick this one up, you know, I don't think he's going to be disappointed. It's definitely one of those films that you definitely should see it at least one time. It's definitely it's one not, you know, to have you know, gain that cult status. It's not an easy thing to do sometimes, but this film has done it. And I, I love it. I love, you know, Sam Neill. He plays He's the doctor. He's the inventor, basically, who has who invented the event horizon. Who came up with this whole idea about being able to go back and forth, you know, basically folding like a space time continuum like in half, so you can just almost like just cross straight through without, you know, obviously taking hundreds of years to get to where you have to get. You know, it's like a transdimensional portal, some kind of it's like almost like the multiverse of madness, you know, <laughs> in a way. But it's just he goes from being this inventor, the inventor of this to basically just losing his ever-loving mind when he's on this ship and he becomes your like the main villain of of this of this film and i it's gory as all hell it absolutely is there is one scene when this gentleman is just he is strung up by his by the veins in his body it's it's just it's really really you know don't eat a lot before you watch that particular part. i still have a hard time watching <laughs> that part of the film but i mean what is i mean obviously like i said right you haven't seen this film but i mean do you have any kind of you know what is your knowledge of this film i mean i'm not again not having ever seen it but do you know anything of it so i i actually remember um i do remember when it was first released and i believe it was 97 and uh i think at the time i was too young to go see it uh definitely i was too young to see it by myself but like even back then, I remember hearing about how scare, how like scary it was, like, and how how like like it bombed. But I heard like nothing but good reviews, and like that's pretty much been a consistent uh, uh, narrative, so to speak, surrounding the film in the two plus decades since it was released. And in fact, uh, I remember when you got the Scream Factory Blu-ray, you know, you you did your video on uh, your Cinemadato channel on youtube that's right and self-plug same shameless plug nice nice plug and uh 
And I remember you're, you're, you know, you, you were telling me about how good it was. And, you know, I, I did eventually actually wind up buying the Screen Factory release. Sadly, it is still sealed on my shelf on top of, oof, I can't tell you how many other Blu-rays and uh, titles, whatnot, have, are in that similar status. And I do plan to get to them. But at the same time, it's like, I heard about this new 4K release. And I'm like, oh, man. Naturally, I, I, it, it had to happen after getting the... Uh, Screen Factory um, release, so um, I did see the Steelbook, and I'm I'm tempted to pre-order, but at the same time, I'm also trying to limit my any additional blind buying. I definitely well, you know, want to. I I would say though, right? I would say sell the Screen Factory one if you can. You know, I mean, obviously the value might not be there now because of this announcement. Not might not be there as much, but if you can get something back to put towards this, I highly recommend. Like, it gets a high recommendation to pick okay. this one up. I honestly don't think, I mean, as a blind buy, this is one that I would definitely recommend to people. Because there is one scene that anybody who knows this film, who's seen this film, there is one scene that is just it's it's, you need to see it to believe it. Like, it's that horrifying. Like, it's absolutely fantastic. And I, it is, it's basically, without giving away too much of it, they are trying to discover what happened. The event horizon went missing. And now all of a sudden it's reappeared years later. And no, like nobody's like, what the hell happened to the ship? Why did all of a sudden it just show up out of nowhere? And, you know, a team of people, you have know, other like astronauts, well, not astronauts, but like explorers basically go to find out exactly what you know what happened to the ship is there any record of on the ship because there is a record log on the ship of what you know things that, where they went to and stuff and they're trying to like this this message this video message is scrambled that they come across and eventually they do unscramble it later on in the film and what they come across and what happened to the crew of the event horizon is just horrifying absolutely terrifying and it is great absolutely fantastic so i can't recommend this film enough it's definitely i wouldn't believe me i've i've had it on deep i've had it on vhs i've had now on i believe i had it on vhs uh dvd and blu-ray oh wow actually had it, i've had i think i've had it now i've had it on every format. format on every four yeah i had it twice on blu-ray the original release then I went upgraded to the Screen Factory, and now I'm going to be upgrading to the 4K Steelbook. So I've just gone hmm, all out for this film every single time that new format comes out for it. So I definitely recommend picking it up. Okay. So, but other than that, I mean, like that's a big one. I had I had, we had to go dive into that one right away because that one popped up today, and I again, it's just one that I have to go and just grab, and I. I'm really hoping, I really, unfortunately, there is, there were a lot of shots for this film, a lot of thing footage that, I don't know if it was ever shot, or if it was shot, it was lost, or just gotten, you know, they it got destroyed somehow, or they got rid of it, but there was more footage that was even creepier that was supposed to be in this, that they lost, that they got rid of or lost, which wow. is kind of sad that they can never recover that footage. Which would have made this film even like who even crazier, but definitely one 
to go ahead and you know if you if you have it already, I think this is going to be a really solid release from Paramount. I really I really do. Now, as far as any other pickups go, you know that we've actually picked up in the last week. Right? You have anything you picked up or or not? Eh, sadly, no. It's been another. It's been another uh, another pretty much non-existent week for me as far as pickups are concerned. Yeah, I, the only thing I have, I, I picked up the um, Amazon had the Amazing Spider-Man 4K um, double double film set for twenty five bucks. So I picked those up. That was an upgrade for me over to Blu-rays. Nice. So I picked that up, and then I got my Uncharted 4K today. Not, oh, I didn't nice, go nice. to steel. I didn't go with the steel book. Just went with the standard 4K. But I'm pretty happy with just the standard 4K. I, I think uh, that's that's fine. I don't need to get the steel book on that one. But I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But I'm definitely looking forward to checking that one out. And if you want to see the unboxing, guess what? It's on my YouTube channel. I just Ooh, uploaded yeah. it earlier today. Yeah. So that one's up now. You can go ahead and check that out. But again, it's just a standard set. You know, the 4K Ultra HD disc with the Blu-ray and, of course, the digital code. So I'm looking forward to checking that one out. Even though it does, from what I've heard, I mean, it does vary from, you know, from the video game, which I love the video game franchise. But that's okay. I'm willing to give this one a shot because, again, it's Tom Holland. It's Mark Wahlberg. You know, two actors that I am a fan of. That I am, you know, so I am definitely, you know what? I'm I'm all in to check this one out. I know you saw Uncharted. Oh, so and you, you, and you, you still, have, you still haven't seen it? Like, I, I, I have oh, not I had, No, I have not had a chance to watch it yet. Oh. But I know that you did see it in the theater. And yeah, you enjoyed yeah. it a bit. Yeah, I, I was actually, uh, I was actually, I was a little hesitant going into it. I mean, like, I knew I was going to see it anyway because, like, you, know, I'm a big fan of the uh, the video games, and uh, I, I will, I will admit, you know, like the trailers, they kind of made me a little worried. But you know, coming out of it, I was like, you know, that I was, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Actually, uh, I mean, I would say not as good as uh, Sonic in terms of uh, video game adaptations. But I, 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 it was still. I thought it was still a lot of fun. You know, I thought the chemistry between Holland and Wahlberg was really good. Yeah, sure, Sully doesn't have the uh, the mustache that we've all come to love from him. You know, the uh, the nice Burt Reynolds slash Tom Atkins stash. But uh, <laughs> gotta have the stash, man. <laughs> but he's. Uh, I thought it was. I, I thought it was really. I thought it was pretty good. And I, I, I might have to pick that one up myself. You know, I, I wasn't sure I was going to get it, but. Just hearing about you getting it, I, I, I may have to get it because I originally did have the Steelbook pre-ordered, but I was like, yeah, I don't think I really need that necessarily. But I, I, I think you're going to enjoy it. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to checking that one out. But I mean, that's a, that's about it though, as far as pickups and as far as like things that we've watched. For me, it was only Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It has been, you know, a a week that I have just not had the chance to really sit down. Oh, well, I shouldn't really say that. I did watch, um, and well, pickups as well. I just forgot about this one though. But the uh, Constantine House of the House of Mystery, um, DC animated shorts film. So that one was definitely worth checking out. It was definitely a back to form, at least in my opinion, for DC animated films. After coming, you know, after. The Catwoman film that came out in February, I was not the biggest fan of it. I didn't really care for the animation in the film. 
Um, it wasn't the worst Batman Ninja. That still gets the uh, award for being the worst <laughs> animated DC film. But, you know, this one was really, really good. Um, there's four short films in this. Constantine short is the, the longest short in the set. It picks up after the Apocalypse War um, animated film. So I'm glad that they kind of like tied into that and exactly what happens to Constantine and the his his ramifications of what he happens after he has Flash to a flashpoint in that film. It picks up with this one and shows you know what he the punishment now he has to deal with. And of course we have a short for uh, Kamandi, the um, the last boy on Earth. That's a great short. We have the Losers. That's like a GI Joe type animated thing that was kind of like based um, like on a comic book. And that's that's interesting. Blue Beetle was fantastic. Blue Beetle was really good. Uh, had a, like a, it almost had a, like a Hanna-Barbera 70s style animation st- uh, to it. And it was comedic though. They played it off for comedy. You know, it was like Deadpool, Deadpool light basically with this. And, but it was good. It was great. And I really hope they follow through and do that kind of thing with the live action Blue Beetle. I think that kind of character, that's the only way you can do it. You have to do it. You know, yeah, you can still have some action in it. But I think you have to play up the comedic value of that. So I, I really hope that they follow through. And this is kind of like an idea of maybe what they want to do. So yeah, Constantine and House of Mystery. That was another one that I picked up, which was was great. And it, you know, and you know what? It kind of ties in with the multiverse of madness because we have DC, we have Marvel, a great superhero week, you know, for for uh, for things to watch. But that was about it. And I know, you know, obviously Ryan and I, we both saw the multiverse of madness. Oh yeah. And we we loved it. You know, you can go back, check out our podcast we did on Saturday, talking you know, out of the theater reaction for it. We both absolutely loved it. Just loved it. And I've already gone back. I've I've found clips on YouTube already of the Mr. Fantastic appearance. There's spoilers of and I will say we we were, you know, at this point I think everybody pretty much knows mm-hmm. what you know you know, it's 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 everywhere. There's no way of getting around it. Of, of spoilers um, for that film. Anytime you go on YouTube, that clip is popping up everywhere of uh, John Krasinski. So, but I will still put a little bit of, you know, I'll put like a little little spoiler thing included with, you know, at the beginning of the, of the video. But I had the uh, episode here for the podcast. But that was, that's about it though. But definitely, that's a film, definitely see it in IMAX. And we did see it in IMAX. Yes. And all the, tra- all the trailers look fantastic before the, you know, before the film. Yeah, that's that's it. I mean, slow week, right? A slow week for uh, for pickups. Mm-hmm. You know, well, yeah. did, did you did, did you get your Alfred Hitchcock set, or is that next week? You know, actually, I wound up uh, canceling the pre order for that because you know I I looked at it and I knew it wasn't a limited release, so I was like, all right, I at least know that I can cancel this now and just when when the time's right, I can. Um, get it again eventually i think because uh, sometimes like even like the pre-orders you know like you're not always getting the best price for the uh for the release and uh if even if sometimes if you just wait a little bit you'll definitely find a good deal down the road and so i think that's the kind of thing i'm going to go i'm going to gravitate toward more in the future unless unless it is like a um like a definitive limited edition release, those I will definitely pre-order or like Steelbook that I just yeah. know is going to be sold out. Like once, once, once Doctor Strange, once that Steelbook is uh, up for pre-order, you know we're going to be on top of that. 
Yeah, you better let me know. You better let me know. This guy's always my heads up when the things go oh, live. Yeah. So, dude, because that one's gonna, buy that's like gonna every fast. That's gonna go fast. That one. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, and that and that Alfred Hitchcock one, you know, it's gonna drop to at least probably thirty-five bucks within the next three to four months. Oh, yeah. It's going. It's going to be on sale, especially when we start getting into like September and October. That set is going to drop because right now I think it's what about sixty. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be half price, you know. And, and and even if it, even if you really want to get it that badly, wait a few weeks. Go on deep discount because I bet you deep discount will have a better price. Because you sometimes they really, they really oh, slash yeah, the price. Great. Some yeah, they they are great. I mean, yes, there is shipping, but I think it's only like four or five bucks. The shipping is not expensive, and it's still and they have sale. They have like discount codes you can get too sometimes. You know, if, it's, if you've never bought from them before, it's usually like 10 or 15% off your first purchase. So it's it's definitely, it's deep discount is definitely worth checking out. Yeah. But, but right, I mean, we've covered these things, you know, we, we've covered, you know, our pickups, we've covered what we watched. But, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. There's a one topic that I want to run by, run run past you and see exactly what your honest opinion is on it. Sounds and good. That topic is this. Now, we all we're all about physical media, you and I. And you know, as long as along with a lot of other people, we're into physical media. But with these streaming services, there is always that chance that we are not going to get a physical release of a movie. Hell, I'm waiting for Apple to let somebody put out Coda. You know, and announced that I, I, if I have to go and import it, then I guess I'm going to have to go import it on 4K because that film was worthy of winning. And I absolutely loved that film. I thought it was, I, I adore that film. I think it was great. Um, but it's still no physical release here in the U.S. announced so far, which gets me a little concerned. Now, Amazon, Amazon's been a little bit better with putting out, some, letting some of their things get put out. Physically, I mean, look at the boys. The boys are coming out seasons one and two on Blu-ray, which surprised me. Um, Reacher would be cool if the Reacher got an if Reacher got an announced release. I'd probably pick that one up because I I really enjoyed the first season of, that was of Reacher. Great. That was great. Yeah, it was a, a surprise. That series just surprised a whole lot of people with just how good it was. But you know, we look at Disney Plus. So this is where. And Rye, you probably know where I'm going with this one. Look at Disney Plus. We have our MCU shows. Now, Ryan and I, we both we love the MCU. But we have WandaVision. We have Loki. We have Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, the What If series. Well, guess what? I don't think these are ever going to get released physically. At least legitimately <laughs> released on, on Blu-ray. So my question to you, Rai, is how do you feel about I me mean, knowing that, you know, again, all into the physical media. How do you feel about when you see, you know, these titles pop up, you know, pop up, you know, bootleg wise, you know, but but really excellent, excellent quality. You know, they look like actual things that you'd find in the store 
but if this is the only way to have a physical copy in your library, how do you feel about that? Well, that's a good question. And I've, I've never gone down that rabbit hole. I mean, I think, um, I think cause largely like for the, for the longest time, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, copies like that have always been like really sketchy, you know, not just in the, uh, the physical presentation themselves, but just like in the, uh, you know, you often hear the story, you often see the example of uh, the recording taking place inside a movie theater. And, you know, like the, 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 the screen is never like fully in the frame. You just get a lot of like <laughs> the, the external noise in the theater itself, like distracting you. Yeah. So uh, exactly. that's like a, I, that's like pretty much main reason like why I never really went down that route and also like I don't know I mean like I sometimes wonder like these these I so a thought I had is like I I, I I think about like these some of the newer releases you know like sometimes you'll you might see one pop up somewhere that looks like really professionally done like I'm talking cover art like I've seen photos like disc layout everything like that this thing these things would look like professionally made and uh, I, I I have a bit of a conspiratorial mind set so you know it, it would not strike me as surprise at all if there's someone involved on like the uh, the business end of these companies they they sort of test the waters a bit to see what sort of engagement a uh, potential physical re- release would, you know, would be uh, accepted, whether it be accepted highly or not by consumers. And uh, I kind of feel like the same thing when it comes to certain fan theories that you read on social media. I feel like some of them are just too, too convenient, too, too close to what actually happens to be just a random uh, lucky fan theory. I, 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 I have a mind to believe that if they're actual that are po- that are uh, disguised as quote unquote theories, and uh, sometimes I feel like some of the 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 bootlegs you tend to see um, are, I guess, in, in a way like prototypes of, of what could be eventually coming down the pipe later on to see if there's enough engagement now i uh i know unfortunately like when it came to like shows in general i noticed like, there started to be a decline um in shows being released physically within like the past like five to seven years like i remember like uh agents of shield the first season was released on blu-ray back and i think it was like after the first season aired obviously i think probably like 2014 but then it took the longest time for us to see season two and it was like at that time i was like i guess they're not going to be doing everything anymore because it used to be like every show was getting like a, a dvd at least a dvd release and it was it was pretty much guaranteed and uh yeah i eventually started to see that happen and even like the netflix it really did change a lot when like uh, Netflix started producing its own content and, you know, and you didn't, um, and, you know, you, you didn't see the uh, Marvel 
Netflix shows being released and you didn't see any of the uh, like the uh, the ones that aired on Freeform or Hulu like Runaways, Cloak and Dagger or any of that other stuff. And eventually as, as time's gone on, it's like, you know, I, I used to work at Best Buy and it got to the point where I was only seeing shows being released in DVD. They weren't even being released on Blu-ray anymore. Yeah. And uh, even like the, it, it wasn't even every single title at this point. So a lot of them was like uh, a lot of them were like the, the network procedurals. A lot of those still tend to get released on DVD, but these new ones on the streaming services, it's, it's, it's a real shame. I honestly think there, there, there definitely is a market still for it. People will buy them. I mean, like, Will we eventually see them again? I don't know. I, I, I would like to see them, but I mean, yeah, as like, long Netflix, as... like the Netflix shows, right? Like the Netflix shows did get physical releases here for what? for the Marvel shows. Um, I think some of them were maybe might some of them might have just been D, some of them might have been Blu-ray. I know overseas, like in the UK, they did get Blu-ray releases. So oh, okay. yeah, so they did. Um, but I think, I mean, but again, you're talking a number of years ago now and things, I mean, even just going back five years ago or six years ago, when Netflix was like really producing a lot of these shows, things have changed. Like and now it's like, I, I understand, like, I understand the format for these streaming services. They want to get, if they put the stuff out, you know, why are people going to sign up for us then? They, we want them to come to us and watch the stuff. Now I'm also at the you know I'm also believe that if somebody walks into say a Best Buy, you know, and we'll get back to you working at Best Buy in a second. Right? I just want to say this real I just want to say this real quick though. But if somebody walks into a Best Buy and they also they say they they see WandaVision sitting there, well, now they might be intrigued. Maybe this person you know is living under a rock and they don't know about Disney Plus. And they like, wait, what? What is this? And they see, they pick it up, they watch it, they love it. They see that it's Disney Plus, and they decide, you know what? I'm going to go sign up for the service now. So I still think that there is a a viable reason to want to put these out because people might not everybody is going to, you know, some people want to have this stuff, but maybe you might still be able to get new subscribers off of putting something out physically. You know, I might still be able to catch somebody's attention. To go ahead and do that. I mean, but that's just my, you know, that's again, that's my opinion. I really think that you could go ahead and do that. But now let's get back to that Best Buy story because I'm all about Best Buy stories. So when oh, you, yeah. oh, <laughs> you, yeah. you worked at Best Buy, right, right? You oh, still yeah. there? Oh, yeah. We lost, we lost, right? He just ran the Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, ran, I talked, I said Best Buy. He was like, Best Buy, like Scooby Doo with a Scooby snack. <laughs> and then you ran off like like Scooby Doo real fast. <laughs> so you worked at Best. So when you worked at Best Buy, you saw these th- a lot of these titles, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like it, what one one of my favorite things that I did when I was there was actually I would reset the media section every week, and it was uh it was always fun seeing like all this new stuff come in, even just be able to like hold it in my hands like a few even like before it was set to be released, and. uh but like I, I noticed, like it's like it was it was it was a sad enough experience just to see the physical media section like dwindle totally, in comparison to like its its heyday back in like fifteen years ago. 
and it was uh, just seeing like the 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 diversity and the amount of content that was being released was also kind of dwindling as well. I mean, like you, like I said, like you saw some shows still being released on like uh, on physical media, but it was like DVD only, and uh, it was really just like a lot of like procedural stuff, like like the latest seasons of shows that had uh, premiered like the season before, and. Uh, it was kind of, it was really a sad, a sad state. Cause I remember like back in the day, everything was like, everything was available. You know, I, I would go like to Best Buy and there were like shelves upon shelves, section after section of all this great stuff that was released. And like, it, we're not just talking about bare bones releases, you know, all, all these, re- a lot of these releases were like packed with like special features the the art design behind like the packaging itself was incredible and you know even that's taking a hit so i think like i i feel like if, if they were to do something like release like the disney plus shows i actually feel like they would take extra care with them i could actually see them getting for i mean uh not just 4k releases but steelbook releases and you sure as heck know that i would be pre-ordering them day oh, one yeah Absolutely. So and, I mean, uh, so so I guess we could basically agree that these bootlegs that are out for these shows, it's basically Kevin Feige selling these out of out of the trunk of his car, right? I think and so. I think I think the guys the guys probably falling on some hard times. Yeah, you know, he's he's yeah. probably trying to make ends meet. You know, so yeah. I mean, Doctor Strange only did about what six, like what five hundred five hundred uh five hundred million over the weekend or whatever it was. I think I read right. somewhere was like 185, but that might have been just domestically. Yeah, that was only domestic. Yeah, that oh, okay. was only domestic. I think I think I think it was like at 450 or 500 worldwide. Oh wow! So it did it, it did pretty darn good, pretty yeah. solid. So, but again, like I said, like I want to have these items in my hand. You know what I mean? Like Ryan knows, like we we've seen them. We've seen the WandaVision, WandaVision one. Um, we won't get to how. But we've seen we've seen the WandaVision <laughs> one. We've seen the Hawkeye one, you know. Um and they look fantastic. The you know, everything they look, you know, they look great. You know, and unfortunately, you know, and I and I and I you know, I, I was talking to Ryan about this a while ago, is that I really I think the more we get into it with streaming, this this is going to become an option where people whether people agree with it or not agree with it, it might be the only way to get some of these shows, the streaming shows, physically. Might ha- people are going to have people are going to go down that route, whether they want to or not. I, I, you know, they keep even though physical media is alive and well when it comes to the streaming service shows, shows or exclusive movies. It's a rabbit hole that I think. It, it's gonna open that rabbit hole is gonna open a lot wider in the next few years, I think, for collectors. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think there's any way to get around that. I, I really don't. Um, I mean, look at Stranger Things season three. I, from what I heard, it might get a release now, finally on Blu-ray after how many years since it aired. Well, I think that's, that's another. I think it's another yeah. important point too, Bill, because I think like a lot of these shows, you know, they 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 try to get as much mileage out of them 
on the streaming services when they can. So it's like once they, uh, I don't know, I know all that they, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty uh, kind of vague in terms of how they determine like, uh, like figures for like viewers and streamers, like in terms of like a particular title, I could see them just doing like what they do um, with a lot of films, you know, like they, they, they let a film that's doing really well run its course at the box office for months on end. Like look at Spider-Man far, no way home to look at a a film example. Yeah. You know, it, it, from the time it first got released in cinemas to when it finally got a physical release was actually in this day and age, a pretty big, uh, big span of time. Like sometimes we're seeing films being released on physical media, just like a month or two. It seems like after release in cinema, but uh, they they really they really uh, did what they could to make the most bang for their buck with Spider Man, and I could see them doing the same thing with these streaming service shows. And once they realize they're not getting that uh, that money anymore for these uh, these shows, they they might turn to physical media as a secondary market as another uh, way to get like every little dollar that they that they can out of the property. I can see that yep. possibly happening. Like, like you just, like you were just saying with stranger things, season three, that sounds exactly what that, that whole thing is to me. That and the yeah, new season I mean, is coming yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's definitely a possibility, but you know, when, when you're collecting physical media, if, I mean, if, if, if it's there and it's, you know, a possibility of picking it up, a lot of people are going to go for it. You know what I mean? Especially if it's done well and it looks good. A lot of people are going to jump at that opportunity, you know, to, to, to maybe go ahead and do that, you know, to pick this stuff up. Now, I think with Stranger Things Season 3, I think one of the reasons why I think they're putting it out, too, is they want to get that show back into the minds of people because it's been so long since a new season <laughs> came out. And let's face it. I mean, we anybody who's into media or anything like that, we know that Netflix is hurting. You know, they, they've taken a big hit in the last number of weeks. They are, you know, they're not going under, but they're not doing so good right now. They've lost a lot of subscribers. And I mean, a lot of subscribers, hundreds of thousands of subscribers. So, and, and there's, you know, their stock, you know, their stock prices have been cut in half, basically. So maybe Netflix is going to start putting some of their stuff out on physical media, trying to recoup some money. So that's a possibility. But I look at something like a Paramount Plus. Now, Paramount Plus, you know, they have the, um, the the movie that came out last year, Infinite, with Mark Wahlberg. That one, I was surprised. An exclusive to Paramount Plus, but it did get a physical release in 4K. So, you know, that's a pot again. But they decided to go ahead and put that one out. Now, one film that I actually really, really enjoyed on Paramount Plus back in October was Paranormal Activity um, Next of Kin, which was as creepy as hell. And I anxiously await, hopefully, to get a physical release for that one at some point. I'm thinking they might hold out for October, you know, let it run its course for about a year, then go ahead and put it out in physical media. But it's, it's, it's a tough thing because you just you don't, no, right now with streaming 
and stuff. You just you don't know. You, you're not sure what's gonna get a release and what's not. I mean, last week when I, when I was shown uh, picked up Cam- uh, Camp Cretaceous on you know DVD seasons one through three, that surprised me that that even came out. Uh, I'm really hoping that they do do a Blu-ray release for the whole complete series when it's all said and done after this one the series wraps up in July. But I was not going to go and miss out an opportunity for 10 bucks, even though it's on DVD, to at least get three seasons physically. That was a no-brainer to pick that up. But I really hope down the line that, you know, this. it's just, like I said, it's really, it's a tough thing right now, whether or not things are going to get released. But it's a really it's an interesting question that you can ask people, you know, will you do it? Will you go down that rabbit hole and pick this stuff up? And some people might say no. But then when some people see how good the quality looks on some of this stuff, that might be something that they go ahead and do. You know, I mean, you see you see once in a while, um, like the Star Wars. Star Wars is a great example, okay? We're never going to get, and you know this, right? We, we are never going to get the despecialized editions on Blu-ray of Star Wars. You know, get without any kind of alterations that were done by George Lucas, we're never going to get those. So, but are they available in like high def on Blu ray? They're available and supposedly they look pretty darn good. So, that's that's a you know, again, that's something that I really have thought about because I would love to have them, yeah, have ones you know, before Hayden Christensen took you know, took over. You know, as you know, <laughs> as the ghost of the end of Jedi. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you can't blame people for wanting that stuff to have it. You know, archived in a collection, especially if you do have a you know a good sized collection. But it's a it's a slippery slope for a lot of you know for some people whether or not they want to dive into it. But I just I wanted to just get your idea, your opinion on it, and to see exactly what you thought. You know, oh, yeah. Thinking, you know, if you're against it. If you're, you know, are you for it? If, if, you know, if that's the only way to have this stuff, I mean, who knows? It's just, it's anybody's, everybody's opinion is going to be different on it. You know, me, you know, I, I'm not going to say where I stand on it on the podcast. Ryan knows where I stand on it. You know, when it comes, when it comes to that, if somebody came up to me and said, Hey, here's Camp Cretaceous in 4k. I don't know, man. <laughs> I like might jump on down that rabbit hole head first. So, but have you heard? I mean, have you heard any other things, Ryan? Any other topics you want to you know, talk about real fast before we wrap things up for this episode? Or oh, I got one, Ryan. I do have one. Unbearable weight. The um, the massive the unbearable weight of massive talent is coming out in June. It has an official date. I think it's June twenty first. Oh man, that's quick. Yeah, quick turnaround. I just had forgot all about it. I had to go and mention it real quick with Nick freaking Cage. Had to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I pre-ordered that already. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. I cannot <laughs> wait to get that in my hand. But man, anything else though you want to cover? Hmm. No, I think uh, I don't think so. I think uh, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think. I, I, I don't think really in terms of like industry news. Like I haven't really seen anything that's really. Uh... Oh, actually, you know what? 
there's one thing. So as you, as you and anyone who's listening, at, you're definitely aware of Bill. Since we saw Doctor Strange uh, mm-hmm. in the theater, you know, we were treated to the first uh, trailer for the new Avatar film, Avatar The Way of Water. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just got me thinking because, you know, I, I, I tend to go on. I tend to peruse like various like uh, different like movies related um, uh, communities online. And uh, I just can't help get a kick out of like there, there's there 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 tend to be like two. Um, there tends to be like one common like thread that people use to criticize the original Avatar film. They say it had no cultural impact. And another one being that it's like a, a copy of like Dances with Wolves, but on another planet or like Fern Gully. And I was just going to say Fern Gully. Yeah. <laughs> and, and actually now I'm thinking about that. Um, I heard one of the criticisms being uh, directed at Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness is how apparently according to some people, it does not adhere to a typical three-act structure, narrative structure. Now, you know, I, I hear about these kinds of criticisms toward films, especially popular films, and it just strikes me as the lowest kind of, it's like when you're, it's like when you're trying to, if, let's say you're really like thirsty for water, you find a bucket, but there's like a, a, just a few drops at the very bottom of the bucket, that's all you have. You're really just scraping for anything, just to, to just to, I don't know. Like in these these people, like it's like to me, it's the stupidest types of criticisms they can label, they can level toward any piece of work. In terms of plot, there are very few. There's a very small like diversity of like plots out there. You know, anyone who's like studied like narrative structure knows that there are pretty much like general like seven basic plots known, and that's about it. So that that was kind of makes me laugh. Like I can't he I can't think of any other films that have really been criticized for not having cultural impact or for adhere not adhering to typical classical story structure. And it's just like it just makes me laugh. There are people out there, you know, they they, they waste so much time come up with these empty critiques of something, and it's just, I. I I, it's, it just makes me realize, you know, people are just like designed to complain in general. And it's just, it's, it's, I think it's really sad. And I think it's, uh, it's like back in the day, you know, you had like your, uh, you had your critics like Roger Ebert and uh, Gene Siskel, you know, like we turned to them because, you know, they always had great insights for every film that they saw. And like nowadays, like social media, it's like everyone is apparently a critic now and eh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sad state. And as far as like that, that whole area is concerned, but uh, that, that was just like something I had to get off my chest. I've, I've been thinking about that a lot lately and it's just like, uh, well, I kind of, I kind of like to think of us as the new Cisco and Eber. I think, yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I definitely see it. I, I definitely, I see that, you know, of course, we're definitely nowhere as harsh on films as, as they were. They, no, <laughs> no. They would probably, they probably would have given Multiverse of Madness like a two out of ten or whatever, <laughs> you know, half thumbs up or whatever the hell they used to do. I don't even remember. Yeah. But, I mean, I've heard people 
I've heard people who have knocked that film. They've only knocked it for the fact that there's horror in it because they're like, oh, it's too, it's just too much body horror and everything. <laughs> where, like, where, like, yeah, there are some things in that film, but I don't, I don't understand. It's like, I, I, people just it blow, people blow my mind with some of the crap they come up with. Oh, yeah. go and as far as I'm concerned, I think Sam Raimi packed a lot of stuff into a two-hour film. Oh, yeah. And anybody who has seen Doctor like has seen this film, there there's really really great dialogue in this film, and not just with the action and between and the interaction between like you know the heroes and the villains, but even like the whole story with Doctor Strange and Christine played by Rachel McAdams and I, but. Their whole the whole thing between them and there's a line at the end, you know. And, and Ryan, you know, I'm a sap for all the you know for the uh, the romantic stuff and everything with with the films and every you know and stuff. But you know, you know, you know how I am. I got my Cary Grant collection. I got like, oh, <laughs> all, yeah. that, all that stuff. But there's this there's a scene at the very end when and oh, I, I can we Face say your it, Ryan? fears? Can, can we can we can we say it? Can we say, is it okay to say, I mean, the film's been out for a few days now. Is I, I got to say that, I got to, because the one line is so, the, the delivery from Benedict Cumberbatch to Rachel McAdams is so touching when he looks at, when, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You Do know, it, man. Our, you know, but he, he looks at, he looks at Christine. He, you know, it's just, she's a different version. She's a different, in a different multiverse version, uh, you know, but and he looks at her and he says, he goes, you know, I love you, and I love, you know, I, I, I love you across every mul- across every multiverse, or across every like every universe. I'll always, you know, and just I'm not exactly have it word for word down yet, but the way <laughs> he says it, and it's just it's such. I've seen, you know, I, I've seen people just like mentioning that particular scene because it's delivered so well. But that whole thing between the two of them, it's just a, it's another dynamic to a. Otherwise, just great film that Sam Raimi's able to put together. Absolutely, I would, put, I would put that up. I would put that particular scene with him and Chris, with Strange and Christine. I would put that up against Spider Man with the upside down kiss with Kirsten, with Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire. I would as being one of the most iconic, like romance scenes and for for any kind of like superhero film because i know a lot of yeah. people still go yeah. back to that particular scene but and, and i think that it was great i, I really you know because again you have you know you have the action you have the horror you have the superhero parts but you still have this really nice sweet story you know and, and it just it shows like everything that dr strange is going through like he's he's dealing with a lot of things and he you know he he wants to be able to be with her but he has a lot that you know he needs to save the world, basically. He's got a yeah. lot on his plate, you know. So, yeah, I just had to say that because I just, I, I think that's a great, a great. I think scene. it's gonna be that's gonna be a film that's gonna be talked about, like like Infinity War and Endgame. It's definitely gonna be one of those films that, like, years from now, when like uh, we're like on like a, we're like fifty films into the MCU, you no, know, there are gonna be a few titles from like the past that will definitely be stand, standing out in it. On top of like the original Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame, 
I think Multiverse of Madness is, and, and Spider-Man No Way Home, they're going to be the ones that are like probably talked about the most. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Until Love and Thunder comes out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Chris Hemsworth, man. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Dude is awesome. I want to yeah, have a is. beer. I, I don't drink beer, but I want to have a beer with Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> You know, we should just call him up, be like, "Hey, Chris, you know what we got going on right now? Let's, let's have a beer." Be like, oh, all right, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's one of those guys that you just like you're willing to, you know, you'll put down a couple glasses with him. Oh yeah, you know, no, no, hands down, without question. So yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's been an interesting episode. You know, we we dove into quite a few different things. I think um, so. One last thing I do have to say, I don't know if you saw this though, but Studio 666 does have a release date of May 24th. So we have another May 24th title <laughs> to come up this month. So that is that so is quick. quick. Yes. Yes. We have oh, on that day. So if you decide to head on into the store, your local store that carries movies, we have X coming out. We have Malignant coming out on 4K. We have The Batman coming out on 4K. We have. Studio 666 coming out on Blu-ray. So four titles that have come out in the last Man. few months all coming out on well on you know on May. Well, I mean Malignant came out last September, but that movie's so great. I can't, I love that movie enough, that much. Go out and buy it. You know, I, it's fantastic. That's a double another double dip for me, dipping in again, <laughs> getting that one. But yeah, so everyone have a great, great night. I am Bill. This is Ryan, and we will catch you in another episode. Another, yeah, another another episode, right? I'm so used to saying that on the YouTube channel. Is it episode? I guess it's an episode, I right? Think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, or another rambling of just two bumbling fools that don't, <laughs> they're talking about films. Who knows? But it's fun as hell. That's all I know. So That's right. Take care, take care, everyone. Catch you later on. Bye.